Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hey everyone, welcome. Michelle here. If you're new to the program and our soul tribe here, um, big welcome to you. Glad you found us. We have a lot of fun here, a lot of insights. Uh, a lot of understanding, a lot of connecting. So uh, welcome to the program. If you're new and you'd like to be in the chat to ask questions or interact, all you need to do is register with Block Talk Radio BTR. Uh, just your, your name and an email, and they'll do a confirmation, and then you can interact. But you're more than welcome to listen via the Internet or the chat um, as a guest. People are getting in the chat. Oh, wonderful. I was doing a soul path astrology reading earlier, recording that, so um, and then a meditation. So I kind of, my little little alarm didn't go off, like, okay, podcast time, but I am ready. I am so ready. Hello, everyone in the chat. Let me know how the sound is. Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. You know, we get a lot of good insights in the chat as well as from callers. In fact, I'm always getting emails from people that, can't call in or can't listen live and invariably so many people say oh I love when you answer questions or callers call in or I got my message answered in the chat or that comment someone made from the chat was exactly what I needed to hear or the question that the caller had was exactly what I needed to hear Um, so yeah it's it's amazing that way we all are tapping into each other and so many of us that are guided in the same place have similar circumstances or situations or we're all part of this amazing soul wave that branches out, extends out into different soul tribes. So um, there's a lot of resonance and coherence, right? So we, we can all help each other. Um, no sound on computer. Okay. Okay. Divine mystic seriously trying to have find mine. Yep. We all are finding that. Now, if you have a question or a comment or you'd like a reading, that number is 347-539-5122, and that's 347-539-5122, and press 1 on your keypad, and that lets uh, me know that you want to get on air because we have quite a lot of people listening um, all over the place, especially at work, so they can't really ask questions or interact. Um, Just want to know how is sound. Hey, Divine Mystic, Tamara, welcome guests in the chat as well. No sound on computer, okay. Well, if you don't have sound, maybe refresh. Um, refresh your uh, browser or open and close the, the chat. And then, um, yeah, that, uh, that, or, or you might have to reboot. You might have to reboot. Okay, if you're new to the program, uh, the beginning half of the program, I share 
my insights from my channeling and my meditations as well as from working with clients and the teleworkshops. And I cover email questions and questions that people have asked me on my YouTube channel or Instagram and uh, Facebook. So join me there, by the way. I've got some readings up on YouTube, connect with them. We've got a great group, Awakenings uh, group, community page, where I just loved the last question about following your heart or living heart-centered. I believe it was by, um, was it Melanie had asked that question? Yeah, and so that's really good. I liked a lot of the answers. So, yeah, you can um, just keep inspired, keep update, keep, you know, connected um, if you like. And if you want more resources and more insights and inspiration and just more connection, you can always sign up for my blog at soulplayground.life or soulplayground.com. And all new subscribers, there's a, a um, wonderful gift for you, okay? So, um, and even if you have it subscribed already, just let me know and uh, resubscribe, and it, you get it, it's immediate download um, as well. Okay. And I am asking people, we're going to start working at it on the, at the end of the month, beginning of February. We're doing promos, new promos for the program, and also promos that um, are going to some of the people that I'm doing some radio, other radio and TV projects with. So it's all about your awakening, and it can just be a sentence or two, or like, I'm living awake, or I'm woke, or it could be how this awakenings, this program, Awakenings with Michelle Mache, has helped you, what you've learned, or what you've learned on your path, anything you want to share. We've got an amazing editor, um, video and sound editor, that is um, putting the promos together, has done some other work with me. Very, very talented um, individual, so if you ever need something like that, just email me and I'll, I'll send you uh, her contact info. So I'm really excited. I've gotten some. Thank you, Queen. I got one from you. I love it, what you um, wrote. Um, Walter, that's, there's so many. There's like three or four or five. So just don't be afraid. It, don't, it doesn't have to be perfect. We're not, we're not taking all of it. We're just pulling just, you know, bits and pieces, sound bites, um, and it's quite fun, and it's quite fun to see how, your path has, you know, unfolded for you and how more of you are moving on the soul path, moving out of just human being living into soul being living, you know. And that's a lot, by the way, of what these aspects are about astrologically. Now, I read trends. I read psychically and I work with guides as well as, you know, all that is, spirit, God, however, um, and send a master. So I'm getting kind of the 411 of what's going on. But then another lens is through numerology and through astrology, right? So if you want to know what's coming up in 2019, what are we preparing for? How can you individually prepare? What do you need to know? What particular cycle you're in and how your personal individual cycle corresponds and integrates with the universal cycle that we're in? You can go to my blog and soulplayground.life, and I did do a post on that and uh, looking at it from a numerological lens. And then um, I also did a post for the eclipse and what's happening astrologically. Now, something I do in my readings, unless somebody is an astrologer, when I'm doing like soul path astrology readings, that's, that's, a, that's a blend of the psychic channeled info, numerology, and astrology. 
or when I write on my blog or I do posts, I may weave in astrology or I'm aware of the astrological aspects, but that's really not my thing is to break it down. You know, we all, there's some people that are, that's their main gig, like Robert Wilkinson. He's amazing, right? Those of you from Aquarius Papers, we have other astrologers that are amazing. You know, Divine Mystic is another amazing astrologer. We've got, you know, Pisces Solution, Diane Lerner. Um, what is it? Uh, I can't think of his first name right now. Fiverson, Fiverson. Um, and there's more. I just can't you know, Kapacha, you know, okay. So they're going to, that's their main gig. I'm really a psychic channel and a medium and, you know, a healer, shaman, astrologer. Okay. So that, so I'm weaving it in. And plus the people that I work with, a lot of them aren't astrologers and they don't want all the aspects. They don't want to be confused by that. So I distill the info and blend it in. But I, so I did a, a quite a long blog post on the Leo Aquarius, eclipse but what it means from the leo aquarius axis in the new paradigm the aquarian age we're dealing with what what, what we call the initiates cross right it's a crossroads which is taurus scorpio and leo aquarius and on a personal level it's how to on an earth level or transcendent level it is that taurus energy we have uranus and taurus Okay, and the Scorpio, that the, the going deep, connecting more to the esoteric. So we've got that blending, but on an individual level, as, as beings, moving from human beings to soul beings, which is something that I talk about in my blog post or write about, and I've been sharing about in the te- my teleworkshops, is we're moving from human being into soul being. And I talked about it a couple weeks ago in one of my teleworkshops, as well as on Awakenings, about how this next awakening, there's the root awakening for the more the masses, but those of you that have been consciously walking on the path and you've been in the, the unfolding of awakenings, you've been going through your own individual awakenings and doing your inner work, you're moving more into a galactic awakening. And remember we had our guests on from a couple weeks that were talking about the spiritual hierarchy, the ascended masters, um, and they were talking also about Maitreya, which my belief is the, the second coming is us. The messenger is us. The prophet is us. It's a collective messenger or message. Um, and it's all interwoven. We're all giving each other bits and pieces. Like when I do readings, you know, it's, it's interesting. I love now because I'm doing the, the, my pick a card and I'm doing astrology readings and tarot readings on YouTube. And so I'll listen to other readers. So I love divine um, conversations, by the way, and I'm just looking, going, my God, I wish I'd had this in my teens to my 20s, because now you know people are awakening, or they they know their star seeds, they know their light beings, their light workers, and they have this medium, whatever age that you know. Some of them are you know quite 18, 19, 20, early 20s, mid 20s. They may not have necessarily the life experience or the wisdom, but they're getting the downloads, and you know it's coming through their filtering, but they're connected, and so they're giving pieces. There's pieces, the other one was a Leo King. Um, What's the other one? Conscious Evolution Journey, The Soul's Journey, Queen of Cups Tarot. So I'm just throwing some out there for you. And But anyway, what I was realizing, this is what the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls were talking about to me when I was channeling the 90s 
late 90s how the internet or internet or internet and how were these satellites that was the original channeling beaming to each other giving each other the information the insights just beaming our own expression experience as soul beings and our insights and we we all have pieces we all have pieces that come together and part of the awakening on this level is speaking your peace is speaking your truth is your message not only speaking your message through your creativity or self-expression but through various forms of media. This is why I love media. I love social media. I love news. I love it all because it's the broadcast. We're broadcasting our signal through various forms, you know, whatever, platforms, social media, apps, chatbot, you know, videos, news, television shows, radio shows, podcasts, terrestrial radio, you know, XM radio, Sirius radio, whatever, you know, internet radio, digital podcast, you know, MP3s, MP4s, you know, it doesn't matter. It's all these different forms that radiate or broadcast the new emerging consciousness through us as us. And then it comes back to us as well. It's this dialogue, energetic dialogue, it's frequency. So we're building structures and ways of relating and relationships and new systems, new foundation based on the new emerging consciousness that we're grounding through us. That's that Uranus and Taurus. It's getting ground into the earth, but it has to be put in various forms, right? So anyway, I dive into this in my soulplayground.life, and I also share in my blog post, it's called Moving from a Human Being to a Soul Being, and what is that? What is the, the Leo Aquarius access about? It's very powerful. Even if you're not an astrologer and you have no interest in astrology, just reading up what is Leo, what is Aquarius, and, and, and how is that going to manifest? Because, you know, Taurus, Scorpio, looking at that, just the basics, what is Leo Aquarius access? Well, it's moving into the group awareness or group consciousness that we're all interconnected through the subtle energy. That it's the oneness, the unity principle. However, not in self-sacrifice. It's not coming from the old game of separation, of being cut off, but that we're interconnected and we separate out. Even though we're all one, we separate out individually to experience and express uniquely. And so it's about moving into collaboration. It's moving out of consuming consume 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 from consumerism into creativism in other words i'm a soul being i can express i'm here to express and experience life and share what i see my own message i'm going to draw i'm going to paint i'm going to talk i'm going to share i'm going to i'm going to be more uniquely me more individually me and get with others that feel that way but we're going to but it's also about not going off in our tribe going off in our caves and alienating each other it's about honoring even if we look and we go oh i don't get that person or how they're being but how can we get along okay you've got your plot of land that's what you're doing over there okay cool not we're doing ours over here sometimes we interplay we enter you know because there's that awareness that we're interconnected so sometimes we're able to kind of cross the aisle and connect in other times it's like, okay, they're doing that thing and it doesn't really, there's not enough resonance or coherence there for me, but whatever, just leave it. That's that expression and experience. So it's very, very powerful, very powerful times. Um, let's see. I have sound and felt like this was an Akashic librarian appointment. Well, yeah. Well, the Akashic 
simply means the soul. It's the astral plane. Akashic records corresponds to the astral plane, right? And so it's, and the etheric is the, is the blueprint before it gets manifested on the denser physical reality. So we're playing things out astrally. The astral body corresponds to the emotions, right? Or the astral plane. And so uh, there is a destiny. There is a blueprint that is written out. And so when you're looking at the Akasha, you're looking at the soul or the psyche, the psychic reading. Psychic and psyche are Latin for the word soul. So in essence, in this game, you know, I've been sharing about this since, since the 87, since harmonic, well, since I was born, actually, since four years old, I've been channeling about the soul. I had this awareness of the soul. But now is the time to share and talk about it. People are receptive. We first had to go through a lot with the mental, the mind, psychology, psychiatry. It's all in the mind. It's in the brain. Then we got the body-mind system. Then we got into physical. It's the yoga. It's how you eat. But, but the greater truth is soul beings. We're spiritual, infinite spirits. We're spiritual beings. We're spiritual essence that changes shape and form. Right? Nothing in the universe is, is disappears or is left. It, everything changes shape and form by a blueprint, by a matrix. So our soul is a matrix. It's a, it's a composite of energy. It's a blueprint. It's an energetic blueprint. So I feel it's really exciting because it just means not just individually us as healers or light workers or those who have been on a path consciously, you know, healing ourselves, the fringe. It's going to be more and more and more mainstream, not only known, but experienced, expressed, and lived by, lived through, right? That's where we're going. Oh, Tamara, thank you in the chat for putting uh, my website there for the post. So we're coming together, and in a way, it's coming together in not knowing to know again. It's this wonderful little game, and I always ask my guys, why are we doing this? What does it matter? And it's like, it is, it is what it is. You know, stop trying to figure out the why. Just keep it, you know, to that this is this game. This is experience and expression. And for some reason, it's very interesting on a soul level. It's the, all that is getting to know itself. God evolving and getting to know itself as itself, which is all of us. And so what I find that's going to be, I love that, woof, woof, I feel therefore I am. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I feel eventually what's happening is it just it's just getting lighter because it's not so much about learning lessons or being here, or being ousted from another planetary, you know, it, it's, it's moving. Yes, we learn, but it's about experience and expression. It's about coming together in love. And what love... Our creations, our self-expression is a form of love, right? You bake that cake, you make whatever, the bread, whatever you make. Whatever you make, whatever you put out in the world is an expression or experience of love, of some kind of cohesiveness. Sometimes it's a lot of resonance and cohesiveness. Sometimes it's less. It just depends on where people are at in consciousness and awareness. So all you're doing is needed and necessary because we have to broadcast the frequency individually and collectively because it amplifies when we come together collectively. And that's what evolves the planetary experience. That's what's moving us into the soul playground. Right? So it's a different game. Imagine not having to toil, you know, Again, we can look through history and what we've been playing out, what, what we've been learning, what, what we believed in. A lot of that's changing. And a lot of 
how we're guided is by our own inner GPS. And when we don't know the destination, right, because GPS, you have to put the destination in. We have our compass, our inner compass, our true north through our higher self, which is the mediating intelligence of the all that is, that connects us to the infinite and innate intelligence of the all that is, of God, of the universe, the innate, infinite intelligence. And it is innate. It's in everything and everyone. It's in everything. There's intelligence not only in trees and sentience, but what we could consider a car or inanimate. Everything has some level of consciousness. Everything procreates itself energetically, right? And so as we waken up to this, you see the game is changing, up-leveling. It's evolving. It's just becoming something different because what we were doing before, we outgrew it, outlived it. We're done with it. We are done with it. Okay, let us get to callers. That number is 347-539-5122. And I just want to remind everyone really quick, all things Awakenings, guest suggestion, topic suggestions is Awakenings Podcast at gmail.com. And if you have your promo, you know, whatever you want to share, please send it in to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Let's get to callers. Okay, starting with the first caller here. Hello, you're on air. Hi, you're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Who am I talking with? Hello? Yeah, you're on air. Hi. Hi, this is, hi, how are you? Sorry. I'm doing great. That's okay. Yeah. To whom am I speaking I, with? Um, my name is Keisha. Say, I couldn't hear you. What is it? Keisha. Keisha. Hey, welcome. Okay. Do you have a question hey. or a comment? Um, I I do. I just wanted to let you know that I've I've called before and we've um, you were telling me how you know I was supposed to be moving and uh, moving to a different state mm-hmm. and I did make that move. Uh, oh, good. And now, okay. Yeah, and now I'm just in a place where I'm like moving forward and trying to get things in order and and, and do the things that I'm meant to be doing, like my sole purpose. So. Okay, so you've got a place where you're feeling better at, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I just and I just want to thank you. Oh, thank you for letting me know that. I mean, I love that. I love hearing because I never know what I'm I'm just opening, you know, getting the message. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily make sense to me because it's not my love. So Keisha, what where would you what would you like to look at? Um Why don't you give me the let's let me give you uh, just go ahead and give me the month give me your birthday if you don't mind. Just give me your birthday. I'm gonna look at it that way. I'm gonna look do some numerology on it and um do you want the full birthday, the even with the year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's no May twenty sixth, eighty seven. Okay. Let's see. Oh, you're born the year of the harmonic convergence. What's that you said well, the harmonic the, convergence? Yeah, the harmonic that that's when the, the game started changing on the planet. We started moving into more living more by resonance and coherence. As, mm-hmm. um, instead of um, sep- what, what's dissonant, what isn't working, the extremes of the polarity. And so the mm-hmm. metaphysical principle or esoteric principle of the harmonic convergence is the harmonizing, 
That was the game changer. Mm -hmm. Many of us came from all over the world. We held hands together, right? And mm-hmm. um, so that harm, har- yeah, it was, it, it, yeah. And we had another one in 2011 um, as well. Mm-hmm. We had the converging flow starts in 2005. But yeah, so it's the harmonizing principle that love is what we call the unifying force. It brings us together. It's also the binding force. So very powerful time you were brought in. Hmm. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I write about it on my blog and then I'm about, I touch on it in this last blog post I did. And then I'm writing about it in, in the come out in February. So, you know, you okay. subscribe to my blog if you want to. Yeah. And I, I dive into it. Okay. So I did get, okay. So I do feel with you, there is a lot about um, working with people and working one-on-one. You're interesting. You come in with like this, like business, there's a lot to do with business and finance and maybe housing. Like you want to build, you know, a career or a business. You, there, there's this part of you that really likes, and, but also working with people and maybe even working mm-hmm. one-on-one. So mm-hmm. I do feel you come in with a very entrepreneurial energy is what I'm hearing. It's showing from the numerology on this numerically. Um, and anything that has to do with, it's funny because I said creativity, writing, maybe even mm-hmm. different cultures, different people, a wide variety of people, but also that nurtures or t- care, takes care of people. I've seen this kind of energy with people that either decorate, design, interior decorators, designers, or sell people homes or, or you know, or run bed and breakfast. It, it's, it's, it's the business, but it's the aspect of wanting to nurture or bring fulfillment to people or bring a sense of emotional um, renewal, uh, uplifting people's spirit, you know, replenishing someone's spirit, even spas, you would be good to, you know, take time out at spas for yourself to take good care of yourself. So it's, this is kind of a wide range of how it is for you. Now, what I get in your right now where you're at, it's you're at a new beginning, and it is about mm-hmm. moving away from lack, limitation, relationships that didn't work. And it's right now what's going to help you is about connecting to your own inner knowing and finding first and foremost your soul group, your soul tribe, like, like you come to this program. And then you're going to be getting a different perspective on life. That's the next thing that's coming up for you. And I feel from okay. that different perspective, does that make sense? It does. It does. I'll let you finish, and then I'll explain to you exactly how everything Okay. Is, how, everything you're saying is 100% accurate, but I'll explain it to you. Okay, okay. Um, because as, as that different perspective happens, that's where you're going to make the changes in your life. So go ahead, share. Okay. I'd love to know. Um, when you were talking about the whole career and the business change and getting into like something different and real estate and designing, I'm actually, mm-hmm. or the emotional side or the connection with people, I'm actually starting a doula training um, on Friday. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm going through with a doula uh, certification as well as next weekend, I'm going to a real estate investing class to teach me how to invest ah, in real estate. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and I actually You're... even thought about, because I'm very creative as far as, like, I love designing and, like, putting stuff together, and I love DIY projects. So 
I've even decided to branch out and do like a interior decorating on the side of investing in real estate. Perfect. And, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what you were picking There you up. go. You're right on track yeah. then. You're listening to, you're following your soul's blueprint and you're listening to your higher self, your intuition through your higher self. So yeah, you're right on. So it's just for you a combination of whatever and however you want to do it. Because everything okay. that you're doing is right in your path. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank oh, you so much. Good. Um, so keep us posted. You're, you're so welcome. I, I will keep you posted. Yeah. Love it. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Yeah, hello. Sorry about that. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Um, my name is Ashil. And, What's the first uh, name? Ashil. A-S-H-I-L. Ashil. Hi, Ashil. How you doing? Good. So what's your question? Uh, my question, I'm trying to um, see if you see any kind of um, career changes or love life changes. Okay. Coming up. And what kind? Okay, what kind of changes for you in relationship? Is that what you're asking? Uh, uh, Ashia, let me career, see. Career, as as well as possible. I want to say August, September. I feel like you're kind of finding a quest. You might be leaving a job or doing something more temporary. I feel, or you might by May you might get something like, okay, I'm just going to take this job. But I feel like you're refining what it is that you really want to do. Now, I also get technology around you. So I don't know if it's working with some type of technology. Um, uh, right now, I'm doing something online, you know. But I feel okay, like there we go. Well, anything like online or with, yeah. well, anything with online or technology is really good for you, Okay. okay. So that uh, that's that's where I would say to start. That's what I would say. Um, and then you you could refine it. You could be making changes, but right now it's showing more of the technology. Okay. I feel like other changes, um, yeah, are going to happen more August September, more in the time of fall. Okay. So you're okay. Just just focus more on you and your healing and what what brings you fulfillment and then I feel like the the career changes are starting more in the fall months. Yeah. All right, Ashiel, keep us posted. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I was just trying to figure out, you know, you know, so I guess you said October, August. When did you say that it should, I'm going to be yes. changing? Yes, because right where you are right now is fine. It's like the 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 energy, the focus, the desire and passion to make bigger changes is coming in the fall months. In the four months. Okay. I just All right, Ashil. Yeah, thanks for Thank calling you. in. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Hello and welcome. You're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hi. To whom am I speaking Hi, with? Hi. This is Teresa Michelle. Hey Teresa, welcome. How are you? Do you have a question? I'm doing great. I'm uh 
I wanted to tell you, I was on a couple weeks ago, and I was questioning a job, and you said you didn't uh-huh. see anything until February. Well, the job mm-hmm. that I thought I had, I did not get. But in the meantime, I start a locums job three days a week on January 28th, which is very close to February. There we go. Very good. Love it. And congratulations on your job. That's great. Yes. It's temporary. It's for three months. Uh, But it'll be fine. And it'll keep my resume current. And also, I've been... I'm going to set up another appointment with you. We've been working on my sole purpose of um, oh. my health, my health care thing. And okay, oh, I, just, good. I started, I started doing some social media, and mm-hmm. I think I'm making progress. But what do you see? Well, what do you mean by progress? I'm getting further with it, and I've started going on social media to start getting a following. So I've been giving a tip of the day, a well-being tip. Um, Good, good. That's good. Yeah, the progress is just you opening to your gifts and wanting to share. And, of course, a byproduct is connecting with more people and reaching more people. But for you, I feel it's really just about connecting and sharing and opening yourself up more so that you're – more used to doing it and more consistent so that you feel like, wow, I am starting to really move into this level of my soul's purpose, this next level. So I'm okay. happy for you, Teresa. That's so cool. I, That's great. Well done. Yeah, I do have a, I do have a radio interview on Blog Talk Radio coming up on February 12th. And okay, um, do you great. see anything around that? No, I just think it's going to be good. One thing I would suggest, you know, if you want to share what you're doing, you know, you could put it in the Awakenings community page and group page, let people know, or share some of your insights there. I just feel for okay. you, it's right now, it's it's not, it's it's just, you're just getting out there and you're getting more comfortable with you. So kind of keep it in that spirit of play and sharing, and that's going to carry you really far. That's going to get you to help you open up and, and, and to feel more comfortable and confident in sharing. Okay. All right, Teresa, okay. good, to scoot. good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. It's good to hear, and I will be calling you for another appointment to oh, work privately great. with you. I always love connecting. I love, I love it. I love it. Big thank, thank you so much, Michelle. Bye. Hello and Awakening. You're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Your awakening on awakenings. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Michelle. Can you hear me? Hi. I can. What's your first Hi. name? This is Amanda. Hi, Hi Amanda. Um, Welcome. Hi. Yeah, thank you. I'm actually calling for a little guidance on career. Um, okay. I recently moved across the country, and I had been in a career for about 12 years. So right now I have a part-time job just to, like, hold me over for some, for a little I bit, but I'm start searching. From scratch. Start from scratch. Really? Through. Yeah. I Do feel like have... part of you, well, part of you wants to continue what you were doing, but I feel you're leaving something behind. It's not just where you moved or the lifestyle, but you are, but again, Right now, you're meant to just do something temporary. It's kind of like similar to what I was seeing with Ashel. 
sometimes, okay. you know, we're like wrapping up cycles or we, or we continue with what we know till we get more acclimated. But I do feel like you're going to go in a new direction. There's something new work-wise that you're going to be doing. But again, I'm not feeling, there might be May, June, there might be something new. You might start having different ideas and exploring stuff. I want to say, I don't know, kind of end of the year and into February, March of next year. There seems to be, I feel like you could do something on your own or maybe with your husband or there's a man around you. Hmm. There could be a collaboration or business. There could be something that you end up doing on on you know on the side. By the way, did you just move because I'm seeing boxes, a lot of boxes and lifting boxes and taking stuff out of boxes. And you may be getting we, rid of some stuff. Huh, end of August. So we've been here for a few months, but um hmm boxes okay. what is that there's something you're boxing up or is there an office there's another move or you're getting rid of some things and bringing in new things i don't know if it's furniture or office there's some change that's going to also be happening in the home it could be a home business okay all right um pre- so basically just stay open this. to what comes yes yes don't push anything right now is what I'm hearing. You're more, you're still okay. acclimating. Yes. All right, sweetie, Definitely. keep us posted. Okay, Take thank you care. so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Hello, you're live on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Who am I speaking with? What's Hello. your name and what's your question? Hello. It is Brendan, and I'm calling in regards oh, to do you see me being able to to afford grad school. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Now, when is this? Because it's not right away. Is it next year? At the end of this yeah, year? Yeah, that's when I plan on starting. Yeah, it's next year. Okay. I'm hearing bit by bit. So I feel so. Now, I don't know if it's working and combination. It feels like it's somehow it's all coming together. There it is. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, and, and there the will be no bus. need for me to take out any loans or anything? Well, that's a different thing. You ask, are you going to be able to afford it? You might take out a loan or some part of a loan, or there could be um, – it's bit by bit. It's not just one thing. So it could be a – what am I thinking of? Not grant. What do you call it? It could be student loan. It could be um, – not sponsors. What's the word? I'm getting, I'm getting so many things right now. Scholarship. Um, scholarship. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, there's so much. Yeah, because they're laughing at me. They're going, it's bit by bit. Tell them it's bit. So it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you will get in. It's going to be good. Um, and don't stress it. And in fact, you're going to have more um, confirmation on this and more word of this spring, probably April, May. So I don't know if that's oh, when perfect. you're putting in your. Yeah, I don't know if that's when you're putting in your applications or whatever, but I do see it coming all together. And bit by bit, don't worry, bit by bit. Okay, great. Thank you so much. All right, sweetie Brendan, thanks for calling in. No problem. 
Hello, you're on air. You're live on air with the Natalie. Hey, Natalie, welcome to the program. Hi, um, I talked to you a few months back. I was the one who had gotten uh, custody of my sister's three kids. Okay. And oh, okay. I did make, I, yeah, I did make the decision. But okay, no you gotta turn your radio, sweetie. You gotta turn. I'm hearing a, um, <coughs> yeah, you gotta you turn your radio off or down. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing talk. So it sounded question, like me. Okay. Like you. Okay. Go ahead. My question is, did I make a proper decision, a right decision? And I'm trying to do something extra. Yes, for you. And I want to know. Yes, for right. you. I'm, Yes, I want to know am I moving in the right direction. Yes, you are. And I know it's, it's showing there's a lot of kind of anxiety and fear. It's caused things to be stretched. But you made the right decision. You're going to feel better or more confident about the decision coming up in July time. And I do see some kind of new work or money's coming in. So I don't know if it's assistance or assistance and work, but it does show extra support coming to you. You may even have somebody okay. helping you also is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm trying to get right. my own little teaching stuff, but I don't know if I'm oh, going that in the right direction. Yeah. No, you're going, yo, follow through. Follow through with what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Natalie, good to hear from you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. Going through, got your question or comment. We've got hello and welcome to Awakenings, part of the converging flow. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Yeah, you're on air. You're live. Oh, hi. This is Lucy. What's the first name? Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Can you hear me? Hi, awesome. Awesome. Here's my question. Can you hear me now? Okay. Um, my question is, do you see my artwork going to another level? Absolutely. And faster than you think. So, yes. Really? Oh, awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. If, I, and I do and see some kind there? of sh- show. Yes, I see some kinds of shows. Um, it's taking a while, but you're going to be organizing uh, June, July, midsummer is what I'm hearing. So there may be a, an exhibit or arts and crafts. There's something I do say. I do see you putting it out there more and selling it. So yes, because you've yeah. overcome. You've overcome the the lack of confidence. You're out there. You're like, a, hey, I can do it too. I'm the magician in my own life. I can do it also. <laughs> so yeah, you're moving okay. forward. You are moving forward. Absolutely. Do you see it on different products? Uh, down the road, right now, I feel more, it's more generated by you and you putting it out there and doing stuff. That's the okay. first, that's the first step is what I'm hearing. Awesome. Follow your spirit, okay. though. Follow your, in, follow your inspiration. That's, you've got the motivation now. Follow through for yourself. Awesome. All right, sweetie. Much Great. Thank you. Good. Appreciate it. You're so welcome. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, I heard the beep, so I think that's me. It's Kathy. Hi, Michelle. It is. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. How are you? Doing great. I recognize your voice now. Long time, though. Yes. Good to hear you. Good to hear your voice. 
Same here. I'm just calling. I do have a question, but I just want to say it's before I begin, and I'm going to make it quick. Um, okay. I had a reading with you last year in March, and you told me, you mentioned something about me having increase at work and getting a raise. Don't you know both happened to me, like, a couple weeks ago? And on top of it, oh, I got more than anything that I could have ever expected. Excellent thing. Excellent thing. Wonderful, yes. Kathy. Yes. Wow. Yes. And I was just, I was so, I was so, like, shocked and everything. I literally was on the verge of tears because of everything that oh. I had been through and everything. It, it really felt like a major blessing. Look, I'm starting to get teared up now. I'm not going to cry. Anyway. <laughs> Tamara says, hey, awesome news. Tamara Singh, awesome yes. news. Glad that you called in. Thank you, Tamara. Congratulations. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, right? So my question I mean, really oh, I love it. Yes, yes. My question to you really quick. Um, I'm, I'm going to be taking or I want to take Reiki courses, and there's a lady mm-hmm. that I, I'm, like, studying with right now, or at least I want to study. Um, do you see me working with her? Because she's been having a lot of issues in her life. So I didn't know, if, do you see her being able to have the classes, or do you see me going somewhere else? Well, you know, when you first started telling me, I got kind of a muddled feeling and like a no. I feel like okay. you need to be work with somebody that's a little clearer. Um, okay. Yeah, because you want to work with a vibrational frequency that's a little clearer. She's got to go through her own healing and working through emotional stuff. And hell, I feel there's a lot there where you can grow into or expand into. Yeah. So that's pulling you out of where you were. Yeah. So you don't want to be. Yeah. You know, obviously, it's, it's the healer heals himself through other. It's a healing healer. You know, it's it's mutual. You know, but I feel like it's, it's a different person for you. But you you know, do interesting see enough, I see a woman. Oh yeah, but but what's interesting? I I not only see a woman, but I see a man around Reiki. Really? So it could be a male in a could be in a male body, or you take some kind of group Reiki class. And I don't know if this guy is facilitating also, or he's part of the the group. But I I feel like a lot of group. Yeah, I feel a lot of small group energy around you. You know. Uh, Online, like teleworkshop, you know, Facebook. I feel like that, but then I feel a smaller mm-hmm. group in person. It could be a meditation group, you know, a spirituality group, of, you know, about spiritual principles. But I like the balance of the group. So you haven't found the one yet, but it's not far off. Okay. Okay. Not yes. far off. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Kim. You're welcome. All right, let's get to one more. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. You're live on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Do you have a question or a comment? Hello? Hi, hello. What's your first name? Hello? Hello? Oopsie. Yeah, you're on air. What's your first name? Uh, Lori. Hey, Lori. What's your question? Um, well, I just found out I had a tumor on my only kidney, and I'm wondering if you could get any information if, if like, I have, you know, tumors other places as well, and 
you know, like, is it just contained to the kidney or has it spread other organs messed up as well? Mm, I feel kidney. I feel low back, which, of course, is kidney. So I feel like there's a lot of attention to that area um, uh-huh. to, to, to focus on is what I'm hearing. Um, uh-huh. I'm not getting... Did you have it another place, though, also before the kidney? Um, pre-cancer cells of the uterus. I had some ovary problems and lung problems. Okay, that's what I see. Okay, because I feel, yeah, because I feel there was some other areas that were affected. It looks like the doctors are isolating it is what I'm hearing, you know, Uh so you just do your part in your healing and resting up is what I'm hearing, but it looks like they're they're getting to it. Right. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So, all right, Lori. I think I have like. Oh, you need to get going. Well, yeah, because we have. Yeah, I, the guest is calling in, but I'm glad I got. Oh, thank you so much. All right, sweet. I'm gonna have send a... you some healing light energy. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Big hug. Thank you. Bye bye. Big hug. Bye-bye. Big hug. Okay, if you did not get your question answered or your time um, sharing on air, uh, we're here every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, so join us next week. Right now it's time for our Awakening Dialogue, and today uh, for our Spirit-Led Conversation, we have Josephine Hardman of purefieldhealing.com and Josephine is an intuitive healer, tarot reader and Akashic Records uh, reader. So we're going to be diving in with her right now. Welcome to the program, Josephine. Oh, hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, love to, love to. Love what you're doing. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for that. And want to dive in. I love the name, Pure Field Healing. How did you connect with that? Okay, great. So here's um, where the story starts. So I like to say that I'm a second-generation intuitive healer because my mom is also a healer um, and a medium. Um, And so she's actually the one who received some channeled information. I want to say probably 15 to 20 years ago. Um, about this Mm -hmm. need to establish a spiritual business um, and that it had to have the name Pure Field, which refers to this field of infinite potential, um, right, where we all exist and where just there are infinite possibilities for our lives and our healing. So that's where the name comes Mm -hmm. from. Love it. And I love it. Pure Field. Yeah, the unadulterated, the the pulsating, resonating, what all the electromagnetic, the male, female, it all comes together. Masculine, the, that pure field of consciousness um, of oh, the yeah, all that absolutely. is. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Powerful. Yep. Powerful. So, Josephine, share a little bit with us, um, especially your first awakening, and you said you, you know, you come from a family that has this gift and this awareness. Love to know yep. how was it growing up? this way mm-hmm. um, so many of us myself included had this gift from birth but really not the family I mean my family didn't poo-poo it or dissuade it they believed it but they really yeah. didn't talk about it my, mo- my mom didn't until she was crossing over years later 
but you grew up in a home that this was commonplace, right? This was talked about. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. Um, and actually, you know, of course, funnily enough, growing up, I was kind of resistant to it, um, you know, because ah. I was in this environment where it was totally accepted. Um, yeah. And so, you know, my mom kept saying to me, you need to – start doing meditation, maybe you need to get into yoga, like not pushing it really, but just as a suggestion, right. uh, you know, and I would right. say, yeah, okay, okay, that's, that's your thing, that's not my thing, um, and so actually growing up, I like went fully on an academic path rather than a spiritual ah, path, okay. which is why I spent 10 well, years sure in academia. Suits- now, let me ask you, how did it, ha- how was it seen in the household? And that's, oh, so much happens. Like, you know, obviously yeah. that was part of your path. You know, we always go kind of mm-hmm. in the new, you know, I was vegan and vegetarian. My parents were eating yeah. a lot of meat and Mexican food, and I was, you know, juicing. And then, then, I, then it all balances out. But I'm curious, and I'm sure our listeners, how did you know that your mom had this gift and you as well? I mean, was it just talked about it at early age or did your mom integrate it in let's say decision making and in conversation as well oh yeah absolutely so um there was always just this really strong spiritual sense you know in my in my Mm. home and that there is something bigger and more powerful you know and benevolent out there this benevolent force um Mm. and that you know, if we make choices that are aligned with that, and if we connect with that, then that we're going to be healthier, we're going to be more prosperous, you know, like things are going to flow. Um, and so that's pretty much what I learned from, I mean, as far back as I can remember. So it's always been just sort right. of this, it's a very natural type of consciousness for me. Um, and mm-hmm. so, but then I also saw my mom like having clients, right? Because she has a business as well. Um, and so, oh, okay. and then I started. I started going to some of her circles, you know, like state healing circles and different things. Oh, um, And then wow. she started doing readings for me at some point very early on. And so that's how I sort of got converted, let's say. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say your first awakening was, whether to your gifts or, or in spirituality or in consciousness? Was there a time that you felt that you had this awakening or do you feel like, you were just birthed into it very awake and aware. And of course, I know we have other awakenings, you know, it keeps getting more and more awake, but was there anything that happened in your life or any kind of demarcation line where you felt a change for yourself or within yourself? Yeah, there actually was. Yeah. Yeah. There actually was. Um, So when I was about 20 or 21, um, I started having physical symptoms um, mm. just, but we didn't know, you know, what it was. I was having symptoms with my eyes, um, and my joints, um, and fatigue and just all these different symptoms. And so I kept going to the doctor and at that point, um, so basically what they thought, they thought that I had like an autoimmune disorder, um, which is really right. something that I've been dealing with for the last 10, 12 years, um, but the symptoms were really intense and I was so young. And so that was like a turning point for me because also I discovered that traditional medicine was not going to work 
like they didn't have the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so I had to start investigating, you know, going elsewhere and asking questions and sort of really going back to basics, you know, and saying, okay, how am I going to heal this? Because I'm ultimately I'm going to have to do it myself. Um, so what are what are the different paths of healing that I could take here? Um, and so I had to really mm-hmm. sort of learn that for myself first before I could, which of course is now you know what I do with clients. Um, with some of my clients is helping them with those types of issues. So I know that I had to go through that for for a reason. Mhm. And boy, don't we have to? We go through what we end up sharing because we can't just have book knowledge. This isn't. It's funny because you oh, went to yeah, academia, and right? No, no. I remember. doesn't. I I remember when um, I got my counselor training, and um, I went to hypnotherapy school and transpersonal therapy, transpersonal psychology, okay. and you learn all this. And then my then my mentor, when I was doing my clinical, said, Michelle, the books don't always <laughs> give you what you need to know. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes. You got to deal with the person right in front of you. You 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 train yeah. for all this, right? To, to help you, but mm-hmm. you know, to get some knowledge. But eventually, he goes. Everybody's different, so you're going to have to trust your intuition. And I'm like, oh my god, okay. So yeah, of course so you true. went through Yeah, this. but also I feel right? I feel that when hmm. we do go through these things ourselves, you know, then we have more compassion. We have more empathy. And yes. ultimately, we have okay. more credibility, right? Because we've had to do it ourselves. Yes. So it's not that we're just talking and let about me, it. Exactly. And let me uh, ask you, Josephine, your take on this, because I think you bring up a really good point. It seems to be the shift, and we could say it in the game of life, soul playground, and the Akashic, the, not that academia will be gone, but that it is more mm-hmm. – it's mo- do you find it's moving more in the direction you said credibility? So I could say credibility, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Do you feel mm-hmm. that it's, it is going to be more about what we actually in- really go through and experience, which makes us better to help people or be more of an expert because we've gone through it and we ha- have a certain level of, I don't know, insight or understanding? What's your thought on that? Yeah, I think that that is such an excellent point. And that's actually one of the reasons why I left academia, you know, is because I started Mm. feeling that whatever it was that I was talking about in that space and writing about was so far removed from the real world um, and, like, actual Mm. suffering and, you know, and everything that people go through. Um, And also the guidance that people are looking for, which comes from an entirely different place you know, not from books, but from right. this, like, intuitive, just deeper knowing and this connection to source energy. So I think ultimately a lot of these institutions and structures like academia, I mean, they either have to significantly transform themselves or they're going to collapse. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. And may I ask you, what did you study? academically and do you use that at all is it any part of your foundation of what you do yeah okay so um so I got my PhD in English literature which is really Mm -hmm. different from what I do now but I do have to say that you know because I learned so much like how to read between the lines of a text and how to do um literary interpretation 
um, and all of those things. So now when I'm sitting with clients, it's really easy for me to sort of hear what they're saying and also what they're not saying and to read between the lines, um, you know, and to sort of pick out the underlying themes and patterns. Um, So in that sense, it's definitely been helpful. Interesting. So, and is that how, because I know you do um, workshops and trainings, so do you bring mm-hmm. that study, do you bring that ability in when you're structuring things, I guess? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so true. And I did spend 10 years teaching college, so um, ah, I definitely, okay. yeah, so I structure my workshops and classes, I guess you could say in a sort of academic way. Um, because I have so much experience with that. But typically, you know, what I'll hear from students is like, oh, I love this so much. I love the structure. It really helps me to get grounded yeah. and to really understand. Um, so I feel like I bring, you know, a pretty good balance of sort of like the spiritual, more abstract stuff, but then putting it within certain parameters um, so that mm-hmm. people can really easily understand it. Yeah, I find it makes a difference. I think that it, the having the background, academic, or having taught, because you know how to put together a program, and you know how to oh, put yeah. together expected outcomes. You know how to get there. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's so true. And you can sort of also just, you know, like you have this sense of where the student is and where they need to go next, and you can sort of read them, mm-hmm. you know, and just if you need to improvise, you can improvise in the moment. So, yeah, definitely a lot of useful tools that came out of out of my time in academia. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, I don't regret that I did all of that. Um, it definitely, right. I had to do it, as you said earlier. So, yeah. Now, one thing I'm curious about, then, how did, um, what was the next turning point for you? Because you studied, so how did you start bringing in the esoteric, the spiritual yeah. connecting on the soul level and the healing. How did that, what was the turning point for that? How did that come about? Yeah, so so, um, so I had those medical issues, as I mentioned, and then I started this very gradual process of sort of, you know, because at that point I had to drop the resistance to the meditation and the yeah. yoga and all the things that my mom was trying to bring into my life. Um, <laughs> right. So I started like actually sitting and meditating and trying out all of these different things. Um, And then eventually I became a Reiki master, which was the first sort of more official thing that I did. Um, And then Mm -hmm. I became certified um, as an angel guide, I think was the next thing. And then I did the Akashic Records certification. So I just started sort of adding all of these things into my life for my own benefit, like for my own purposes. Right. Um, but then eventually I was in my, I mean, it was like two or three years before I was totally done with my PhD. And I started getting this feeling of like something was missing, um, which led to this feeling almost of like grief um, because I mm, just started to feel okay. like I wasn't aligned with where, where I was in that academic space. Um, and so at that point, I started, like, seriously considering, okay, what do I actually, like, what is really my sole purpose in this lifetime? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, and so that eventually led to me leaving academia and just doing spiritual work full time. Mm. I like that. Now, you asked the question. 
So how mm-hmm. is it important to ask the question? I find that in, you said, what is my soul's purpose? So you actually asked the question. Yeah, I did. And I, you know, so I asked the question sort of in an open-ended way, um, not really expecting to get a clear answer right away, but just kind of leaving it open because I knew that I had to finish my degree um, because I just, you know, I had put so much work and effort into it and it, it was really worth it for me to do that. Um, so I knew that it would be a couple of years before I could do anything else. So I just asked the question and then without any sense of urgency, just kind of let the answer, you know, come to the surface. Um, and mm-hmm. so very clearly or very quickly, um, and very clearly it just, the answer was, yeah, of course you have to work with people one-on-one, um, and just help them become more empowered, you know, and heal themselves and get back into alignment with who they really are. I love that. So that's a lot of what you're doing is helping people get back into alignment. Essentially, mm. yeah, like that is essentially my what we're all doing. My primary goal, yeah, during a session, you know, mm-hmm. is in whatever sort of to identify, okay, in which ways has this person gotten out of alignment and then how can I help them move back into that place where things just flow naturally for them. Mm-hmm. I like that. Which brings us to, um, I want to dive in a little bit about the work mm-hmm. that you do. I know you have the powerful okay. sensitive course, moving from sensitivity yes. as a burden to a superpower. So if you can share a bit of how you work with people, whether individually or as a group, for this yeah. you know, empowerment and getting back to who they really are. Right, yeah, and so that course specifically is um, so for women who are or who identify as highly sensitive people or as empaths or as intuitive women, um, which is mm-hmm. really sort of the main, um, let's say, demographics that I work with because I'm one of those women myself. Um, mm. And so I understand some of the challenges, you know, of this high degree of sensitivity um, that we often have. And so with that course, specifically, it's a five-week email course, but, of course, there's support from me, you know, throughout the entire course. Um, And so we incorporate journaling and card reading so people can use their tarot decks or oracle decks, whatever sort of card deck that resonates with them. Um, And we do – so there's a a weekly email where the – students investigate the definitions that they've internalized about their own sensitivity and intuition, you know, because sometimes, as you said earlier, a lot of people grow up in environments where these gifts are not valued, um, or sometimes they're even sort of like mocked or belittled or shamed because of these gifts, and so it's so important that um, we release all of that shame and that we start to see these gifts really as gifts and as superpowers because that's what they are, you know. And when we come in like this sensitive into the world, it's because our souls are here to just sort of experience, to feel things deeply and to experience as much as we can experience and to have empathy and compassion for others and to be of service and just all of that stuff. And so it's really important that we see these gifts as superpowers because that's what they are. Yeah. And I love that you say that. I mean, 
it's funny. I had this realization that couple of I don't know it's not that long ago a couple maybe a month ago yeah and I kind of mm-hmm. went Michelle you have this gift and I'm like it's yeah a gift. you know it's kind of like extraordinary but I didn't yeah. get it believe me all my life growing I just didn't get it so I, I love what you're saying I felt I not only I feel it's very empowering but mm-hmm. you know we honor people the great dancer gymnast the football player yeah. the ballerina the mm-hmm. scientist what oh, about yeah. empathy, our sensitivity, our intuition? And, you know, I guess I just kind of discounted it, believe it or not. I, could, I was kind of shocked myself yeah. with the realization. So I feel in you, right. maybe perhaps what you're, you're like this awakener of like, hey, no, this is actually a superpower. This is like not only cool and a gift, but it is a superpower. Yeah. It's right. It's like, again, oh, the, yeah, the, we get totally. the Academy Award, you know, the great actor, great, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, playwright, right. right? So I love that you're saying yeah. this. That um, right, but I think you know, I think it's because in this culture, all of these gifts are so undervalued. Um, you know, because we tend to yeah. think. I mean, this culture values like rationality and logic and like toughness. Okay, right. So we that think that sense. being sensitive means that we are weak. Um. Right. right or that we can do less than other people or that we're less than other people but it's actually really not the case and um certainly where the world is right now and you know this country and we definitely need all of the sensitive people to like come out of the woodwork and just help us get back on track and have compassion for others you know and see just things mm-hmm. from a different perspective right and it seems, and I love the idea, talk a little bit more of superpower, like so people can really step into it. Because to me, it's like you're even saying it's something to be validated and perhaps even not only relied on, but celebrated. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Because, I mean, it is when you are intuitive and you can walk into a room and sense, you know, the energy in the room or what has happened in that room, like, the day before. You know when you walk into a place where people have been fighting or something and you can feel that thickness and that energy um, and all of that stuff? I mean, that literally, that's a superpower, (laughs) you know, that you can identify that stuff and feel that stuff and then make a choice for yourself, like, okay, I'm not going to be in this space because this is crazy and it's going to make me sick. Right. Right? So, like, that's so powerful. Um, And it's, and it yes. literally help you just make choices in your day-to-day life that are really aligned with who you are and what you need and what your body needs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's so important to listen to the body in that way. So let me ask you, Josephine, is, what, is part of it, obviously identifying it, integrating it, and, you know, um, honoring it and seeing it as very valuable yeah. But do you teach people how to assimilate or use it more and more into their life and to trust it? And how can people more trust it, I guess? Is that the same Yeah, right. That's, question yeah, that's there. such a great question. Yeah, because trust is a big issue. <laughs> um, okay. And so, yeah, typically I'll say to my students and clients, um, you know, it's just that whole thing of really having to start small, you know, and, um, and really using the body as a guide. Um, and using the your gut and your heart as a guide rather than going to the mind because the mind is really going to cloud things up and confuse you 
when you're trying to make okay. a choice based on your intuition and your sensitivity. So say even if you're waking up in the morning and you have to decide what you're going to eat for breakfast, right? So if you could just be still mm-hmm. for a minute and check in with your gut, you know, and if you have three different options in front of you to just ask, okay, which of these three um, does my body need, right? Or like, which, what do my cells need to eat mm. today so that I will function okay. in the most optimal way? And then just like see what your okay. gut tells you and then go from there rather than making the choice from your head. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, it does. So how do people discern from the head or like sometimes people I feel like have an idea about something and then they meditate or they're tuned in and they say, oh, this is what I, you know, and clearly it's not coming from the higher self or the intuition. How do we discern is, it, you know, what's really coming from our intuition or that superpower? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that as long as, you know, and of course what's connected to the intuition and the sensitivity okay. is source energy, right? And so okay. this kind of like higher guidance. Because um, really I like to see intuition as a channel or a vehicle that's allowing you to connect to higher guidance. Um, mm, and so you're receiving okay. kind of, you know, um, higher wisdom and information and all of the things that you need so that you'll be able to make better choices. Um, and okay. so with that said, I feel like whenever you are like authentically connected to intuitive guidance, it typically mm-hmm. feels good and stable and it feels peaceful and sometimes it feels exciting. Like, those are the emotions that mm. I associate with it, and it feels clear. So, like, there's clarity about it. Um, and okay. it's sort of easy and effortless. But if you're having an idea and it feels confusing or stressful or it makes you, like, really afraid um, or it makes you physically uncomfortable, then that's probably coming from the ego or from some other oh. place. Okay. You know, yeah, cause, like, information from the ego always feels kind of crappy. Does that make sense? Right. Um, and it feels like confusing and muddled, right? And it drags you down and it makes you feel inadequate. But if it's really mm-hmm. coming from your intuition, then typically the feelings are very different from that. And it's more about excitement and peace and just clarity. Okay, that's interesting. Well, as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, of course, because your intuition is going to guide you to what you're ready for, you know? So, Oh yeah, it, it, right. you know, right? Okay, so that makes that makes sense. Um, and now you have a course, I believe, coming up, the powerfully sensitive course. Can you uh, share a bit, yeah, well, and I yeah, and is, also the um, is what you're talking about. Yeah, so the powerfully sensitive course um, is ongoing, right? So people can join at any point. Oh, uh, so okay, great. Yeah, so we spend those five weeks together um, sort of doing work, really everything that we're talking about right now, um, you know, and getting to a mm-hmm. place where you just fully accept yourself and you have unconditional love for yourself and for your gifts, and you can use them in the real world. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think we've really, you know, to have that unconditional love and acceptance and that honoring of our gifts. I think that's so, so important. I mean, and that you're helping people do that, 
you know, because I, I agree with you, it's undervalued, and even by ourselves, because it's, we don't see it everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's not necessarily, right? It's not in the mainstream as something to be, you know, kind of sometimes an oddity. It's not really valued. I mean, individual people individually do, but it's it's still kind of on the down low, you know, even we more sensitive oh, yeah. or an yeah. empath, right? Yes, I think there's still so much shame about it. Um, you know, that you have yeah. to be tough oh and you gosh. have to be strong and you can't be vulnerable. Um, and like you have to go out there and get things done and just power through. But those things are really like part of this old paradigm of like struggle, you know, and sacrifice and ha- and everything having to be hard. But that's not really how we yeah. work anymore. Right. And I find it interesting. I think you're right. The shame. There's a sense of shame mm-hmm. in being more aware which is odd, but yeah, more sensitive and more aware. Yeah. yeah, I know. It is odd, right, that we have this shame about sort of feeling things deeply um, or yeah. having this more expanded consciousness, which is strange. It shouldn't, it shouldn't feel shameful, but it still does. I think maybe sometimes just because people don't really understand what all of this is about, right, so there might be like right. fear of the unknown, um, okay. Or because we're just showing them something about themselves that they haven't like worked on yet or healed. So like sometimes we're acting mm. as a mirror for someone else. Yeah, there's just so many dynamics involved. Mm-hmm. Fascinating, but it makes a lot of sense. And I feel like for you know individually and as a collective to go further, mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with the, the shame. Those these pieces that we're talking about have to be looked at, made more aware of, and healed through, and, you know, mm-hmm. empowered through, because, yeah, for it to get commonplace, it has to, the, you know, the funny feelings around it, however they manifest, have to be, yeah. you know, right, handled, have to be taken care of. Yeah, I know, and we have to realize that really, you know, like, being connected to your higher self throughout the day and making intuitive choices um, and having this more expanded consciousness. That's the, that actually, that's the natural state of being. Like, that's how it should be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's just that we, so many of us have gotten derailed because of the culture or social conditioning or families where we grew up, whatever it was. Um, and so we forgot that that's the natural state of being. And that's what we need to return to. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you, Josephine, and you're saying this, do you feel that's a big part of the awakening is that return to that and, and, the, and integrating that in now into life? Is it is this not only awareness of but a return of having that be a part of our life? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love that word, returning. You know, because sometimes people think, oh, I've had a spiritual awakening, so everything's yeah. going to change overnight. And, like, now I am awake forever. But that's not really the case because the ego is still going to pop up, Um, you know, or your human emotions are going to pop up, right, like fear, shame, guilt, worry, all of these things that we're talking about. And so I feel, to me, really the spiritual journey is this continual returning to alignment from wherever it is that we are or when we get derailed or sidetracked, which sometimes happens, like, Mm -hmm. multiple times a day, right? depending on the right. day. Um, but that's really the work, is that continual returning to that place of being centered and grounded and aligned and clear. 
Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever think and feel that we're returning, returning? Will we ever, you know, I guess arrive or get there, and then yes. that is <laughs> yes. right? I'm just wondering, will will we be living more from that place? Yeah, well, I think I think that that's whenever. Okay, how do I want to say this? So it becomes easier and easier to return to that place the more work that we do and the more that we practice. And also um, it's faster, right? So before maybe let's say you have this emotion of guilt come up, right? So you're sitting on that for like three days and it's eating you up and you can't get past it and you just can't focus on anything else. And it's, but then you finally right. remember, okay, this is not a necessary emotion, so I'm going to move out of it. Um, you know, but with right. practice and work, maybe next time it only takes one day, and then next time it's just an hour. Um, and so, you know, but as long as we're incarnated in physical form, I feel we're going to have to continue doing the work. So it's never really going to okay. end. But that's okay, because that's just part of the journey. Okay. I, okay, I get it. So, yeah, part of the journey, so that's part of the unfolding. So it is just kind of remembering, yeah. returning, and going back. You know, there is a yeah. flux and a flow to it is what I'm hearing you say. Oh, yeah, totally. And also so important not to beat ourselves up when we do forget or we get sidetracked, right? Like that's such an mm. important part. And, and not to say, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm here again. I'm such an idiot. Um, right. But rather to say, oh, look my ego popped up again and I got a little confused, but that's okay. Cause I, I have these human aspects of myself. So I'm just going to do a little meditation and like try to get back on track, but that's okay. Okay. So yeah, I like that. So m- moving into that again, that's powerful. The self-love, self-acceptance and on, like, okay, this oh, yeah. is part right. of the path. This is, yes. I want to touch just on our remaining. Um, I have to have you back, yep. Josephine. Um, you're such a oh, wealth of information it. and insight. Love it. <laughs> um, to touch on the Akashic, I know you you work, you know, with the, the energetic healing as well as tarot. Yeah. But you also mm-hmm. are an Akashic records reader. Can you explain yeah. a bit for our listeners what that is? Thanks. Yes. Okay. Um, so the Akashic records are a universal archive of information which and they're really made up of light i mean as you know everything is made up of light right um but that word akasha which comes from the sanskrit really means the fifth element which is light um and so Mm. these records are really encoded in the energy field that we all inhabit um you know Mm -hmm. and where we exist and so and although it has, I mean, we call it that specific name, but really when we access the records, we're accessing that universal field of information and guidance, um, which ultimately, you know, it's sort of the same. Like, you know, when you read different spiritual books and ultimately they're all saying the same thing because it's all coming from the same place. Yes. Um, okay. And so really the records are part of that same place, um, but they contain information about every single um, experience that our souls have once they decide to incarnate into physical form um, through all the Mm -hmm. different lifetimes. And so that's often why we are able to 
go into the records to retrieve past life information, um, you know, or, or if someone's having, say, like karmic issues with someone else, or they've made a soul contract with someone else in a past lifetime that they need to resolve now, um, the records are really mm-hmm. good for that type of healing. Go in there and change around, change. Around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, right. Because I mean, really, the records exist beyond our human construction of time and space, right? And so if we go in there, mm-hmm. we're just doing sort of like healing across all time and space, um, which is really mm, good I for like certain that. karmic issues because it means that when mm-hmm. if we come back for another lifetime, we're not going to have to deal with that again, which is really good news. Yes. If you deal with it now or through going through the Akashic and deal with it on a soul yep. level, you're – Okay, you can complete. Yeah. Yeah, right. You can what do you it think? Release it. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of releasing right now, updating, up leveling of contracts or like from the old Piscean mm-hmm. age of how we are a service. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. your thought on this? There seems to be a change with the focus of the soul now in mm-hmm. how we're doing our soul thing or our service thing. What, do you have any thought on that? Well, I think. What's happening really is that so many of us made so many unintentional contracts in past lifetime Mm. experiences, you know, as reactions Mm -hmm. to things, um, or just because I guess at that time we didn't know any better, which is okay. And again, we can't beat ourselves up. Um, Right. But really making those unintentional contracts in moments of fear or moments of anger, right? Like when we say, yeah. I will never love anyone else again, or I will never trust anyone else again, like those types of contracts. Um, or I will always carry this person for as yeah. long as we're both incarnated in physical form, or I will always um, carry these souls with me, whatever it is. Um, those are mm-hmm. just really limiting contracts um, that, eventually get in the way of our own growth and expansion and healing. And I feel like now we're moving into this age of just really intentional living and making conscious choices. And so that's another reason why working with the records is so great is because we can go in there and revoke the unintentional contracts and actually make conscious contracts moving in like from today and into the future. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I like that. All about this question of intention, right? Mm-hmm. And that's interesting to say that because that's what my guides and oversouls have been saying a lot with intention and visioning. Yeah. yeah. And we were all blocked, especially last year, so we don't do any more yeah. of these unintentional, more ego-based contracts. Yeah. Get us right. more in pickles, and and so right, you, the planetary energies or the source energies. Mm-hmm changing the direction so that we can free up now. And I love it. What you're saying, mm-hmm. be more conscious with what we're choosing mm-hmm. and not get ourselves into these limitations. So we're so, so all being supported to make those mm-hmm. changes for actual right, real fulfillment and really expressing from the soul. It's yeah. Amazing. yeah. It seems I like there's a lot of support for that, right? It seems like there's a lot of support. Yeah, I think that there is, and I think that things are really accelerating. So now when we do act unintentionally or unconsciously, I feel like the consequences are 
more, um, I mean, I don't want to say severe, but it's like they show up more quickly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, sort of absolutely. Sort of from the universe. Yeah. Yeah, like this is not going to work, so you need to go in this other direction. Um, yeah, it, like it shows up faster, I find, with myself and with clients as well. Yeah, I find that, yeah, it's very exacting, you know, but yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh, well, no right? Josephine, yeah. this has been so good. We're winding out of time at this, but please do come back. Um, I want oh, to let everybody know you're at great purefieldhealing.com, purefieldhealing.com. People can find out more information about you and the work that you do, right? Yep. Yes. Thanks so much, and thank you for oh, all that you, you do. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. This was wonderful. Thank you for the space. Yep. Much peace. All right, everyone. Um, that was our Awakened Conversation with Josephine Hardman. You can find out more information by going to purefieldhealing.com. Also, uh, please leave your appreciation feedback on iTunes. Um, if you want more information about Awakenings with Michelle Mache whether guest suggestion, topic suggestions, or you have questions, or you want to send in your Awakenings promo, uh, your sharing, you can go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakening conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritbedliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritbedliving.com. Keep awake.